Welcome to episode three of the Casual Shooters podcast. And exactly what the hell are you doing, Leo? Oh, I'm stretching the shoulder. <laughs> okay. Oh, is that distraction? I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> uh, you do you. Let me know when you're done. All right. We're we're here. We're on. We're live. Oh, Mobby. Okay. Cool. So we got a bunch of topics for tonight. And we're in a much jovial, much more jovial mood tonight as well. In fairness, I understand why the two of you are jovial. I guess it's just rubbing off because I had a garbage day today. Uh, I did not. Uh, it was 100 times better than yesterday. And for that, I'm excited. Yeah, my boys picked it up and crushed it today. I went the opposite direction, but I'm still managing to have fun. So, so yesterday, we dealt with Zombie Ammo 2020. The zombie ammo apocalypse. <laughs> Today, we had Watergate 2020 because we had a freaking deluge to start in. Literally, if you've ever been to Universal Shooting Academy, they've got a road down the middle of the range. It's about 100 yards long, I'll, I'll guess. And it was literally lake frost proof. It, yeah. was, it was interesting. They, they put a, at one time... They put a cone in the middle of one of those lakes. It was so deep. I was afraid Gator Country had gotten larger. Yes. You know, we've been making the joke like, oh, body of water, like uh, gator habitat. I was slightly <laughs> concerned. I've never been ate before by alligator. <laughs> and I didn't want today to be the day. Uh, and it could have been Lake Placid, frostproof Florida. Mm. <laughs> it could well, have been an ugly day. I don't know where the Olympics take place. Um, but yes, it, it was Lake Placid. Yep. So, yeah, that's so we started today on stage 19, which was the Goliath stage. Um, had the 35-ish yard shot to start. Um, and I got the privilege of being the first shooter uh, for the afternoon session. In a deluge. In the deluge. As a matter of uh, fact, let, let, before you continue, let me say one thing. Go ahead. After you and Casey shot, yes. the dude had to stop our owing because the rain was coming down on his glasses so hard he could not see the gun to determine whether it was safe or not. Yes. So that should put into perspective how bad it got. Where, well, I mean, I still got, I got wet, um, and not in a fun way. And, uh, you know, Casey <laughs> followed, she also was more, more wet than dry. Um, but yeah, when that became a safety issue and to their credit and, you know, no one likes to be the person that has to tell competitors not to compete. Um, but he did get the privilege of doing that. And, um, but yeah, that all that being said, I, I got to shoot it first. Um, I did about as well as I thought I was going to do. Um, yeah, it, it was a lot of movement. It was a lot of, for those people that shot it well, it was a lot of visual patience for those of us like me that did not, um, patience is not a virtue. I, I give into very well. Um, but yeah, it was a long stage shots and movement included, 
Um, there was a concern. Obviously, they, they, they definitely talked about the 180 a lot because uh, I think it, that, like, as Huggy said earlier, it looks like that was probably one of the stages or at least the big stage that kind of eliminated people because of the break in the 180. Um. But yeah, I mean, what did you guys think of the stage once you got to shoot it slightly more dry than I did? Well, I know Huggy shot it really well. I know Dave, you shot it very well. Chris, you were second up on it. Go ahead. Yeah, well, um, it's just uh, I got lucky where there was a, a slight break uh, in the in the deluge, so uh, I wasn't as wet as uh, Leo there. So. And uh, Casey, I, I really felt bad for him. I, I really, really did. I actually thought that they were going to, you know, just say after Leo ran it, like you're going to have to do it again because it's just it was just crazy downpour. And I got to give credit to Leo that he actually did run it in that amount of weather. I mean, that was just fantastic. So I applaud you for that. Well, credit uh, is stupid. It might have might have been the dumbest thing I ever did, but whatever. <laughs> But you you did it anyway, and uh, so I give you props. So, but I got lucky. Um, but it was a good run. Um, it it was I was a little bit more patient, but yet I kind of pushed myself a little bit. Uh, you know, trying to uh, level up my game a little. You know, so so I felt good. It was a good run. Um, you know, Leo and I have our own little. Uh, Little battles of who's going to outdo who. So we're going to talk about uh, that later. What? Huh? We're going to talk about that later. Okay, but yeah, it was it was good. Uh, it was a very big stage. I will have to honestly tell you that was probably the biggest stage I've ever shot, and in the amount of distance to cover, I, I would have to say I was I was like, wow, that is just a lot of moving, a lot of distance, but. but it's over. I'm happy. I did well. Woo-hoo. All right. So what about you, Dave? To, to paint the picture a little bit for the listeners, the first shot that you drew to was 35 to 40 yards, open cardboard target. Um, then we had a few other targets, a few more paper and steel we had to hit. Then we had to basically backtrack about another 20 yards or so to uh-huh. shooting position number two. Um, and engage a target that was what? What would you guys say about twenty yards away? Yeah. Okay. In the rain, covered in plastic, so there's yeah. really no. Even that 35, 40 yard shot had plastic on it, so you're just shooting at a lump. There's yeah. no defined really borders, you know. So and. About the 10-yard mark between where you started your run and position number two, there was a small pond. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I ran through it, so I know there was a small pond. Now, like you guys, we were all kind of pumped um, that we were shooting mammoth stage first. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we knew we would be fresh going in. We didn't know how fresh we would be coming out of it. Uh, but we also expected the tempers to be 90 degrees, and they weren't. They were more like 70, and visibility about 30 yards. But um, there was definitely some wind. There was, yeah, there wasn't any wind when it first wind when it first started. Right. But before you shot, that wind picked up because I made the comment to you guys. I was like, "Is it me, or did it get colder?" 
And you guys were like, mm-hmm. well, the wind picked up. Um, so I enjoyed it. You know, it was uh, draw as fast as you can, sling two rounds down at that target, um, shoot the other targets. Now, the, the benefit that I had was, look, we were all wet. Every single person on that stage was soaked. But by the time, because Leo shot first, that means I was second from the last. There are eight of us. So Leo was first. I was seventh on that stage. By that time, the rain had kind of broken. So my gun was dry. My optics were dry. My hands were dry. Whereas Leo was shooting in the rain with wet hands, wet gun, wet everything, um, rain running down the crack of his butt, the whole nine yards. So, yeah. So by the time I shot, I didn't have that. I did have the pond I had to run through. Um, but other than that, I, I really enjoyed the stage. It was actually pretty fun. And because we got there early enough, I mean, I don't know how many times we walked it, but I must have walked that stage 30 times getting exactly where I wanted to be, when I was going to reload. I mean, I had everything down and it ran like clockwork. And I think my favorite part of that entire thing, besides the fact that like, like my teammates ran it really well, like Huggy ran it really well. You ran it really well. I think my favorite part of that whole thing was when Huggy thought you were mad because you gave a little Texas whoop and like did a, Funny half jump in the air, mm-hmm. tried to kick. He's like, why is he kicking the dirt? I thought he did really well. <laughs> and um, evidently, Huggy doesn't read social cues very well. Oh. And realize how excited you were. But, yeah, well, I think you guys smoked it. And I think the pre-planning that you had worked out really well. Um, so I was delighted that you guys definitely did. Like, that was a great opening. And it changed the tempo between day one and day two for us. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. day two, I mean, we started in the wrong place. Ammo malfunctioned, you know, the zombie ammo apocalypse. And even with Watergate and, and the torrential downpour that we faced, like the tone, I think, was set at the very least for the two of you guys to move forward and just have a really great day. Yeah. And even I though mean, I didn't struggle, I still had fun. Yeah, I had a great time. Uh, I mean, I was just like, let's just go. Let's go have fun now. Let's just, let's do it. And I did. I had a good time. I had a great, great shooting, great outing. I can't complain. Uh, just have to, I, I, I'm curious on, I wish I could have seen a lot of the people. Well, I know we're going to segue into it, but the 180s, I was like, uh, I'd like to see where those people made their mistakes. Yeah, because they definitely, I don't want to say harped on it, but they definitely made it very clear, like, hey, this is the 180. And they told us, like, during this transition, if you try to reload moving from this direction, you will break that 180. So I mm-hmm. would imagine, much like Huggy said, like, that is probably what ended up getting people was that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they, they made it a point to point out the fault line that marked the 180 boundary. Yeah, and, and literally walked through and said, you can shoot any target within this shooting area without breaking the 180. However, that's when they said, if right. you run this way or you're standing this direction and you go to do a reload, you are going to break the 180. And the guy demonstrated it. So, 
Not with a gun, with his hand. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say that I think to something that was good for like Huggy and I, and I, I'm, I'm almost positive. Dave, you've run at Shadowhawk. You've run that bottom bay, the long one, right? Mm. Like the really, really long one when you go all the way to the end and it drops down and it's the two ends. Yeah, it's like bay seven or bay eight. The far one, remember when they had that V um, uh, stage in there where we had to put our guns and magazines on the barrel and we had to grab it off the barrel and run one side of the V and cut across the other side of the V. That long, long. With the very attractive RO. Oh, yeah, yeah, to, yeah. That's the one you're talking yeah, about. See that? I, I said pretty lady. Well, all no, of a sudden, it was actually the V, but they every time I've shot that bay, it's been a very short one at the at the very end of the bay. Okay. So, so they have never used. Correct. Okay. Well, I know I'm, I'm almost positive Huggy has shot that one um, where it was the two different ends and you had to run from one end to the other. Where, did you do yeah. that? Yes. Yeah. In that sense, at the very least, like my assumption going into Bay 19 was that that was how they were going to run it, where it was you whatever was on the berm side, that was going to be the 180, which is what it ended up being. So at least I kind of had that muscle memory built in where, okay, if the, the entrance is behind you and you face that way, you're breaking the 180. Um, but yeah, I, I, I thought it was a good start to the day. So from there, we went and did more shooting. How'd it go for you guys? Chris? Uh, it went well for me. I, I, I just I, I just felt good. Um and you hit on the key point was uh, visual patience. I think I really, really have just today was what I did. I just had visual patience and I was like right on point. So um, it was just good for me. I had a good, good run today. We'll see about tomorrow. <laughs> was there anything for like for, for you, Dave, because you had such a good day. Was there any time that you either broke from the plan that you had originally had when you started doing your walkthroughs or like from the day before where we had kind of pre walked through stages. Was there anything when you got there today where you were like, Oh, I'm going to change my plan or, Oh, I know I'm definitely like, I saw somebody else do something and I know I'm going to just stick with my plan or anything like that. No, because the reason why is every time I've done that in the past, I've screwed the pooch. Mm -hmm. So now, no matter what, even if I see something that someone does, I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. I do not care at that point. I've got my plan. I'm doing I'm going to execute my plan. If I try to change it to something they've done, then I am definitely going to screw the pooch and I'll be very, you know, I'll be very disappointed with the result at the end. Mm -hmm. the, um, the only two things that. I had two stages that I would say were subpar and they each had a reason why mm -hmm. one of them was the one I told you guys, did you hear anything different with the report of one of my shots? Because oh, when, yeah. when I was shooting, it sounded like two bullets going off at the same time. It was so loud and mm -hmm. I was like, wow. And I, it must've been a coincidence, but somebody behind me, like somebody in our gallery 
uh, made a comment at the same time. So I thought something happened to my gun. So uh -huh. I dropped the mag. I pulled the slide back. I'm like checking it to see if something's right. wrong with my gun, reloaded it and then finished. So that added probably four or five seconds to my time, which killed my stage. The other one was that one stage where you have the bobber that has the steel in front with the hole cut in it. And I kept hearing ding, 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 ding. And I thought I was hitting the front. Right. And it was hitting the steel behind it. I can, and I distinctly remember you saying how much that pissed you off when you came back. Because yes. that you I think you took what two or three extra shots. I took that you seven didn't need to take. seven shots on that target. Yep. Yep. I remember seeing your face. I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave him for a minute. Um, <laughs> and then when you like, that, you're like, that pisses me off. I'm like, oh, I'm definitely gonna leave him for two minutes. At that minute, um, I was ready to strangle Shannon Smith. Well, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, that does not mean he's actually that is not a threat in any no, way. No, not um, at all. Very, very clear, listeners. And then I realized, well, you're just an idiot. This is why you're supposed to call your shots. So at that point, I was like, yeah, it's not Shannon Smith's fault. It's all my fault. But yeah, yeah. that definitely, yeah, I can see it got, it got a lot of people of, I, the Canadians, <laughs> there were definitely people on our squad that took a couple extra shots there well, to even, ensure. Even that, Tom, Tom even said to me, he's like, man, that, that ringing of the steel behind it threw me off. I'm like, man, it killed me. Mm -hmm. Now that said, that is the stage where I destroyed a prop. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> took a precise shot, and it hit exactly where I wanted it to, which was the cable that activated the the popper. The, at that, the, same, the, the exact yep. one that he's the, talking about. The, the bobber in question. I saw you shoot the steel in the steel fall, and the bobber never moved. I'm like, why isn't the bobber moving? <laughs> I don't know if you could tell by my body language, but I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't... I don't know what to shoot at right now. And I'm kind of sitting there. I did. I, if you, if, I don't know what it looked like from the back, but what I imagined from the front is my face looking as though you're about to hit a deer. Or if I was the deer and a vehicle was coming at me, that's what if I'm like, well, uh, see, still hates me. I said, that's, that's racist. Oh, it was, yeah, you can see your your whole body just change from behind. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, what? <laughs> I went from like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to pay attention to this is, this is the definition of my day. I managed to make it impossible. Like I couldn't make a shot at seven yards, but I made an impossible shot where I shot a cable that was maybe well, less than half of the thickness of this pen, and I right. managed to hit it from like twelve yards out, and just blow up an entire. You couldn't hit the big circular part of the popper. No. You no, had to hit that tiny water, thin cable. <laughs> that, that was. I, I, I'm gonna start calling I, you sniper. <laughs> I will. I will have to say that that was. Uh, I even. I even looked at Dave myself, and I said, "What? What happened?" And he looked at me. He goes. Liam shot the cable. <laughs> and I was like, what? So I have to say, that was uh, pretty impressive. You're welcome, however, you, however, your body language was awesome. 
Yeah, when you it, see that video, it is pretty, pretty good. Because I feel like that was, like like I said, that's the definition of my day. Just, just a dejected, just, that's, yep, okay, that makes sense. I felt like Eeyore today. Eeyore, huh? Yeah, that's just, <laughs> oh, where's my tail? Like, that's what it felt like today. <laughs> um, but at least I shot a cable. Hopefully that, that story circulates, and I'm just the infamous chubby guy that shot a cable. <laughs> With the bright green, I can see you a hundred yard away shirt. <laughs> yeah, that is true. But yeah, what I will have to say, what I will have to say is that uh, a little segue here is like, well, I loved how you made that. You and Dave looked at me when I shot that one stage, and you were like, "That was a bold move, Cotton." <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know what your strategy was. I don't think that's in any book. I, I you know, I just saw it, and I'm like. Hmm, this is what I'm going to do. And I was like, I'm going to try it. You know I'm what just try it. about that is he still ended up shooting it better than I did. And my strategy was better. My <laughs> but my strategy was better. On the, on the next stage, I'm like, Huggy, shoot here, move there, shoot yeah. there, move there, yeah. shoot there, reload, shoot here. <laughs> and then I walked away. <laughs> yeah, that was the one time where he didn't like walk the stage with us. Yeah. And we were just like, well, now, now we know that we can't, we have to hold his hand. We can't leave him alone. <laughs> right. It's like, he's Come like on, at the shop that has the, the leash, you know, like with the backpack that looks like a teddy bear. Yeah. Like that's what we're going to have to throw on him when we, when we walk stages. Well, I was, I was like, well, you know, I, I just, in my head, I was like, eh, you're going to try this. And uh, it was just funny to watch y'all's faces afterwards. Like, what'd you just do? But we we literally was, turned to each other. other. Yeah. yeah, we turned yeah. to each other. We're like, what did he just do? I'm like, I have like, no idea. Yeah, but we didn't talk about that yesterday. <laughs> yeah, but but again, you still did better than I did. <laughs> so the bold strategy paid off. Yeah, um, kind of. Yeah, well, true. So, uh, throw out. I'm gonna throw out this topic. What do you think uh, your best stage of the day was, and why? Ooh. Uh, that's an easy one for me. Okay, what do you got? Huggy's got a contemplative look on his face right now, so yeah. I'm gonna throw yeah. you first. Well, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna do it in two parts. The first part is stage 19. Okay, fair. Because based mm -hmm. on the conditions and the speed with which I did that, I was super excited. I was eight seconds faster than anybody else, than the next closest person on our stage. Yeah. And my hit factor was almost, was like 50% uh, or more higher than the next person on the stage. That in our squad is what okay. I should say. Not not overall, because obviously there were people we saw who did it a little faster and better, but that was before the deluge as well. Right. Uh, so that for me was the biggest one. And then, like we said, the the effect of that was it just put me in a good mood. And five of the seven overall were were good in my mind. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Cool, cool. I like it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say I would 
first one would be stage 19. I just really liked that stage. It was, I felt like I did well and I covered a lot of distance for a large person quickly. So, um, I, I really did like that stage. And, um, I cannot remember whatever the, what stage was it that I'd made that bold move at? What, I can't even remember the number. Um, hold on. I just had it in the book. That was, oh, farts. That was 21. Okay. That's what, yeah. So I, I have to say that, that one was the one I enjoyed because I don't, yes, maybe I didn't go out of the same book as you guys, but I don't know what it was. Something just hit me. And I'm just like, I'm going to do it this way. Okay. Well, just to be clear, none of us agrees that you that you ran it well. Just it has nothing to do with that you didn't run it like us. It was just a very odd way to do it. Correct. Yeah. Because you, you took didn't. like and, and I think that's a good actual segue into the something that Dave and I were talking about about dead time. And you know, the the clock's running and you're not making any points. Like there was because I had I had one of those. Well, I had a few of those today. But that one I think is the reason that we both kind of looked at you, uh, looked at each other, and we're like, "Man, he did not strategize that well. Like he took a lot of extra steps where he could have taken shots from different places, and you know, waste like not wasted time or or you know, it like that. I think that was the issue that we both and I didn't know what to call it at the time, but. Yeah, like there, that one, there was some dead time for you there where you weren't like making points or making ground. I think that's also the one where, Huggy, I saw you, you turned to the right to engage a target, you engaged it, then you ran up like two yards to engage other targets in that same exact direction. I'm like, why didn't he just turn and get two yards closer, shoot that one, and then shoot the other ones from the same spot? I didn't understand why you shot it from back where you were either. I don't know. I have to go back to the video. <laughs> I know. That's what we're all going to have to do. Go back to the video. Now, what, what Leo is talking about, when Leo shot the stage where he shot the cable, the first run, if you remember, he decided to not shoot at the no penalty okay. Mike Swinger. Yep. Right. <clears throat> but because you did, he's like, oh, now I got to shoot it because Chris shot at it. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> thanks. So at the at the beep, he jumps to the left. He shoots the paper. He shoots the steel and then he waits for the swinger. And then he shoots the swinger and then he shoots at the steel. I told uh -huh. him his better bet, because when you're sitting there waiting that's your dead time. You really your hit factor is significantly dropping. Yeah. It's it's zero. When you're when nothing's going on and the clock is running, your hit factor is zero. So mm -hmm. I told him, I said, what I had done was I shot the paper, steel, steel, swinger, then I moved over. So I was right. still engaging something. Wait while I waited for that swinger to come out. And that's mm -hmm. what we were seeing on some of yours as well was this dead time. So, but that was the biggest okay. thing I was talking, Leo and I were talking about coming back from the range, going to 
uh, Wild Turkey Tavern, shout out, um, <laughs> that that was the dead time. And we had a probably about a five-minute conversation where, you know, we were on the same sheet as to understanding the dead time. Right, right. I've seen that. That's why I, I, think I can't remember. One, one other time on one other stage, I know I shot the popper to activate the swinger. And I went and shot everything else while the swinger was going because I was trying to engage other things. And then I went back to the swinger because of one, I knew it slowed the swinger up a little bit. Right. Uh, yeah. That's the one you told him. Oh, what bunch of ones that one where you told him to hit that and then he went to you go to the left? Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, and because it was the one that had two swingers and the steel yes. uh, in front. Yes. Shoot the steel, move to the left, engage those targets, come back, shoot the yep. two swingers, move to the right and finish it out. Yep. And that worked out. Yeah, it did. It did. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think I had two alphas and out. Al One of them I had two alphas. I think Alpha Charlie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and, and to go back to that one with the no penalty mic, because um, it was much like that, and then the clamshell on was 16 or 17 or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. where oh, the clamshell was at the end. Right. It was, um, so was it 17 or 18. It was 18. Nothing else matters. Yeah. Um, so there were two no penalty mic tar two, correct? No penalty mic targets today. Yes. Yes. Um, so, um, and I know we talked about this on our first episode about, you know, how it's good to understand how that's going to affect your, your overall score and your time and all that stuff. Um, but at that point, you know, Huggy having having shot at that one, and him being my my direct competition, as it were, because uh, he is the person other than myself. He's the person I'm shooting against. Um, as soon as I saw him do that, I'm like, well, in this reshoot, I'm going to have to at the very least take shots at it, um, so that I have a chance of staying at least in contention with him today. Um, so I hope those onion rings are delicious, Huggy. <laughs> they were. Those onion rings were fantastic. So, uh, shout out. so everybody knows the contest today was between Chris and Leo. And whoever shot better today, the other one had to buy them an appetizer at the restaurant. Thank you, Tyler. We buy them appetizers again tomorrow, but that's fine. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll, I'll probably end up buying you appetizers tomorrow. Nah, we'll see how it goes. But, uh, but yeah, so, um, so yeah, what, so what else we got go, yeah. that happened today or that you guys want to talk about today or just in general of kind of how nationals is going overall? I, I think it's going well. Um, I, I will have to, you know, say that the, it's pretty nice when the ROs recognize who we are, you know, and, you know, stop and check on us to make sure that we're good, you know, and, and, and everything. So, yeah, to say. Right. It's not, it has nothing to do with our shooting ability. It's all about the zombie ammo apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, they recognized our shirts. 
Yeah. So I will say I did make a comment to Dave this morning because we we arrived generally around the same time. Um, but since Dave and I carpool, we had kind of gotten down the the aisle to get to our bay, and I said I made a comment to Dave. I said, Dave, I can see Huggy, and he's about a hundred yards out. Our shirts, ladies and gentlemen, are bright lime green. And it was like watching a massive traffic cone with legs coming at <laughs> With one white sock like, hey, and one black sock. Yeah, I said, that's our teammate. <laughs> so, yeah, and just, just so everybody knows, I wasn't wearing two different color socks. I actually had a <laughs> neoprene sleeve uh, for my knee. Uh, and it was actually down, rolled down on my calf, and, uh, and it was okay, mistaken two. for a sock. It's your story. Okay. <laughs> right, whatever, two socks. <laughs> it's your new Native American name, Huggy Two Socks. Huggy Two Socks, huh? There you go. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, what else um, is on that agenda thing you wrote down? So goals for tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Anything else? Another one. Um, and then I, I guess really just how do you, how did you feel about our little mini walkthrough in preparation for tomorrow? I feel good. I mean, the, um, the biggest thing that I picked up as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh yeah, now I remember because we were prepared to shoot that Sunday morning. (laughs) We were a thousand percent ready to shoot. (laughs) We were. Now we're back up to about, we're back up to about 300% now. (laughs) <laughs> we're starting two days later where we thought we were starting a day ago. And, yeah. Uh, like, do you feel prepared? Do you feel ready for tomorrow? And are you excited? Yes. Uh, I'll have to go, <laughs> have to walk all the way down to the other end of the range to the warm up bay. Um, yeah. But once I warm up, I should be good because you've got, you. well, for me in my plan, I start off hitting those two steel poppers. And one of them is a mini popper, so I've got to, you know, may be visually patient um, and press the trigger properly, and then yeah. haul my butt to the left, shoot, come back. And this is just like the stage I shot today, where I'll activate the swinger, I'll run to the left, shoot a bunch of stuff, come back, kind of pause in the middle, fire two shots at the swinger, continue down, and then finish the string. Right. So all the way with those two with the, with the no shoot, right? Yep. And I'm okay. excited. I'm excited to shoot the uh, shoot house tomorrow. I'm I'm excited for tomorrow. I'm a little disappointed too that tomorrow's the last day of shooting. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, no, I hear you. It's like that lady, the the RO that asked <laughs> the, the very nice uh, RO that reminded me of my grandmother asked me. She's like, oh hey, you gotta. Like, because I had to jump back in order to do my reshoot. She's like, how you feeling? And I think she had found out that I wasn't having a great day. And I'm like, hey, I get to shoot a stage two more, uh, two times. Like, I get to shoot so many more rounds than I thought I was going to shoot. Like, that's still a good day. There you, you know? go. So what about you, Huggy? How you feeling about tomorrow? Are you ready? Like, how do you, you, you think you got a game plan going into it? <laughs> hey, okay, well. I'm just, I, I feel happy about tomorrow. I'm excited about it, but I'm just laughing because you're like, you yeah, have a game plan. And I'm like, well, I'm going to have to might make a, another bold move. Yeah, I <laughs> oh, think he's excited. Lord. Poppers. 
tomorrow. <laughs> Let me know when you're going to do a bold move so I can just look the other way. Right, right, right. So, um, but no, I look forward to tomorrow because, like you said, this is what we originally had geared up for. And it got snatched out from underneath us. And it was like a whole uh, groove kind of got mixed up and kind of discombobulated. Feeling like so Stella. Like, yeah. So I'm like going, it was like a, it was like a debacho. Yeah. <laughs> and I said debacho. I heard, debacho. I heard yeah. you. It's a, right. I have no idea so, what you hey. just said. That's a huggyism for debacle. <laughs> okay. Right. But it, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, stealing that phrase from a, a previous person that Leo and Leo and I uh, know from uh, our job. So, uh, but anyway, um, only thing I actually am kind of a little nervous about uh, is stage three. I just, I'm excited yet nervous about it because it, it has a lot of paper. And uh, I just don't want to, in my memorization, just, you know, I know got to shoot the middle section, left section. I was talking about stage two, which is our third stage. Okay. Correct. Yes. So stage two, but it's our third after the shoot house. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I, I think that you, like don't that this is one of those stages, and I think Dave and I relatively had this conversation. Like, don't psych yourself out about that stage. It is a lot more straightforward than you think it is. Yeah, and it just looks daunting until you actually are like, oh, I'm shooting either my four, or my five here. I'm shooting my four here, and I'm shooting my four here. Like, once you got that, like you're good. I think right. you're going to do fine on that one, to be honest. Uh, we'll see, uh, but I'm excited about the shoot house. The shoot house, definitely, I'm excited about. So. Yeah, you've never shot that. You're the only one of the three of us that hasn't shot it yet. That is correct. And you I'm double up on your ears tomorrow. Oh yeah, does that yeah. bad boy get loud? It it is yeah. definitely loud. Yeah, <laughs> it's a cacophony in your ear holes. <laughs> if you're just rocking one pair of, of of ears, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm definitely doubling up in there, and uh, but yeah, I'm I'm stoked about it. I'm just excited, ready to roll. Um, just I'm just yeah. And, and word of word of caution on the shoot house, we did see people on the super squad run into the wall. Oh, hard. Yeah, like you thought the building was going to come down hard. And and like and forget about the fact that like you're gonna hit the building like that's one of those and I, it's funny because I was actually gonna segue into like we're on day three little mistakes are gonna be like we just you know don't get complacent and that's like that's not specifically for you guys but just you know hopefully we don't let like the excitement and like hey it's day three like we we still want to stay on it because something like that could get you DQ'd where you run into the wall your gun breaks the 180 or you do something silly and. Because there's roots on that one with the trees that are always there. You trip and you fall and, you know, negligent discharge or something silly like that. So, I mean, I, like I said, I'm excited about it. Um, I'm not apprehensive. I just want to make sure that my excitement and enthusiasm doesn't give way to doing something just boneheaded on the last day that we're here. Mm-hmm. Right. Actually, it's so funny because somebody has already made a meme out of someone running into that wall. Have they really? Yes, it's already on Instagram. Matter of fact, it's the dude from who uh, runs uh, Go Fast, Don't Suck. <laughs> okay. 
I'll have to check it out. Highly recommend. All right. Well, Leo, what you've been asking us questions. What is your goal for tomorrow? Beat Huggy and not have to pay for jalapeno poppers. I like it. Well, they're out of those. <laughs> to be fair, they're out yeah, of they're those. Right. So they're out. Of those. Okay. Well, to to not have to pay for Huggy's flipping appetizer tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> My goal is to just beat Huggy. All right. <laughs> and it's, All right. It is for no other reason. Like I have, and I will say this, and I don't, this, this may be the closing point. I am extremely excited that I have gotten to shoot a national, like a major event at nationals, did a road trip with my friends and with people that I care about. And I have gotten to have fun over the last two, three, soon to be four days and despite like the fact that I had a crap shooting day, I had a super fun day shooting guns with my, my boys. And regardless of when Huggy beats me tomorrow, I'm still going to be super proud of his <laughs> progress. I'm going to be motivated to find time to ignore my kids and dry fire <laughs> and, and you know, to keep up with his level of progress and Dave's level of progress. Like I'm, it, I'm just, I'm reinvigorated in the sport that I have had to slightly put on hold because of, you know, two kids that I love and a wife that I love and dogs that I tolerate, but, <laughs> and work, it drives me cuckoo kachoo. But like, this has reinvigorated me to, to just continue to get better because it's a sport that if you dedicate time, it, it pays in dividends. But are you the walrus or the egg man? <laughs> I mean, Perfect. I mean, you're the one who said "cuckoo, kachu." I mean, I we have, we all live in a yellow submarine, Dave. Well, <laughs> does it smell well, like it's, it's yellow? It's lime today. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I want to say just just for people to understand, at least from my perspective, I want people to understand that Leo and I. Go back. I mean, actually, the three of us go way back. And I love the, you know, the inner push that we give each other. And I will have also say that uh, when I first got into this sport, if it hadn't been for Leo pushing me, uh, I probably wouldn't be at this level that I'm at today. And, and also with the coaching of Dave, I, I definitely wouldn't be at the level. So, I can't thank you guys enough. I thank you very much for bringing me up to this level. I enjoy enjoy us pushing each other, and I love the fact that you guys, you know, push that button on me and say, uh-huh, got you. So, so yeah. Well, there you go. You got any closing thoughts there, Dave? Yeah, I mean, I've got my goal is, um, <clears throat> and we can talk about this off the air, but uh, I do have a goal for tomorrow. It's an outcome-based goal, so I've got to watch what I'm doing. I've got to, so I've got to just pay, shoot like I did today, and mm -hmm. my outcome will be what I want it to be tomorrow. So okay. And if it is, will we get to talk about it on the podcast tomorrow? Probably not. Okay. Other than to say I either accomplished it or I did not. Okay. Well, then I, I lay this challenge at, at your feet then. Okay. If you accomplish your goal tomorrow, I will buy you an aperitif for dinners. Well, Ooh. for lunch, I guess, because we're having dinner at the banquet or whatever. 
but you know. Okay. So accomplish the goal and and Huggy and I will buy you an appetizer. Well, when, there you go. when we stop the recording, I will tell you what the goal is, so you will know tonight what my goal is, so tomorrow we can actually check. Okay, right. perfect. Okay. Sounds good. All right, and what do we not want to be tomorrow, Leo? Don't be a little bitch. All right, everybody, we'll see you on the next episode of the Casual Shooters Podcast. Mm-hmm.